coming to you live from NYC and you can go hang out with yourself. It's simply just not weird and I think that's the mindset you have to get into. Okay, like I don't have to sit here and wait around for someone to say yes to me. Like I'm just gonna go do it and if they come, great. And if they don't, that doesn't change my plan. Worst case scenario, someone thinks you're weird. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, the Hugo Girls Podcast. It's me, Emma, today, and it's actually just going to be just me. So thank you so much for joining me today for this episode. Let me give you a little recap of what's going down in the lives of Maddie and Emma. So Maddie is on a family vacay in Canada with her family. I literally just said that, but she is doing all of the things. Her photos look incredible, and we're going to have to definitely share some on our Instagram. So make sure to head over there at H-Y-G-G-E Girls Podcast because she's doing amazing things. She took the seaplane. I didn't even know this was a thing. Maybe this is like common for other places, not where I live. I'm from South Carolina, but it's this plane that literally like takes off from the water and lands on the water. And I thought that that was like an emergency precaution, but apparently it's a normal thing. You can like book a seaplane. Um, and then they went to this part of Canada on the West Coast. I don't even know what it's called. She is living it up there and I'm actually coming to you live from NYC, New York City, baby. So neither of us are in our normal locations. Maddie's in Canada. I'm in New York. I'm usually in Charleston and she's usually in Denver. So we are all over the place. The Hua girls are on the go. Um, and yeah, I'm in New York for a work trip. I literally just got in this morning and I am sitting by this big window looking at big buildings in my hotel room. And it's honestly really exciting. And I uh, knew I was going to do a solo this week. And I was like, let me save the energy for New York. Let's see what comes to me in New York, right? So I work for a college marketing agency and we have our big annual event here on Tuesday. So tomorrow, if you're listening to this, the day it comes out and I am super excited about it. And I'm also nervous because obviously everyone in our company, it's a small business. Everyone in our company has different responsibilities, but this event specifically is kind of my responsibility. Um, my whole team's going to be here, but I was in charge of planning it, doing creative, sourcing everything. Um, and it's going to be like a three, 400 person event. So it's going to be a lot of fun and I am a little bit nervous truthfully for it, but I'm also really excited and being here. I was like, okay, it's going to hit me. I'm either going to get like more anxious being here or I'm going to get more excited and I feel more excited. New York's just the best. It has great energy. I know people, I feel like sometimes people make it a personality trait to like hate New York. And I feel like if you lived here, anywhere you live, unfortunately, it just like the things that used to be exciting aren't that exciting anymore because you see them over and over and over again. But I love New York. This is, I think, probably my fourth or fifth time ever coming here in my life. And the very first time I came, actually the first two times I came was with Maddie, my first plane ride ever. I was 10 years old back in 2010 and me and Maddie got to go on a birthday trip to New York City together with our moms. We went to the American Girl doll store. We did all the freaking things. Um, it was incredible. It was like the peak of my life. And I remember, you know, getting on the plane. It was so scary the first time. 13 years later, I'm back. And I've been back periodically um, since then with like family or whatever. Um, but this is my first time coming by myself for a work trip. And yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to explore and also get my work on. And um, I work remote, so I get to meet my team too, which is really awesome. I've already met some of them today. I wanted to talk to you guys today about something that's really important to me. Um, I'm not going to do an Ask the Girls segment or a no show all tell segment just because Maddie's not here and I feel like that's something for us to do together but I just really wanted to take this time to talk to you guys something 
talk to you guys about something that I talk about on my social media a good bit, which is spending time alone and how to be comfortable with that. I feel like spending time alone is a good thing and I think it's hard sometimes to figure out how to do that productively or how to like not be bothered by alone time and I do want to disclose too there's alone time that you choose to have and there's alone time that you don't choose to have and like one's harder than the other and you probably don't have to you you don't have to hear me say it it's harder to spend alone time and be okay spending alone time when that is your only option if you're like oh I'm just gonna take a me day and I'm gonna go lay out and do it for me because I want to you know, that, that's fun, but it's not as easy as, or it's not as hard as having to take alone time because you, like, really don't have options for hanging out with people. And, like, maybe you have your roommates or your family or whatever, but you're not really feeling like you have that many options of things to do. Where we've lost it, not lost it, like, gone crazy in society, but, like, where we've lost the joy of this in society is, like, alone time being a weird thing and, like, having to have someone to go do something with. I personally will, like, I literally did it today when I got to New York. I wanted to go get lunch. I was in this hotel by myself. The rest of my team was busy or hadn't gotten here or whatever. And I asked our hotel concierge or whatever. I was like, where should I go for lunch? I want a salad. So they told me a little place. I walked down there and I literally sat by myself. And everyone else there, literally every other person was not by themselves. And I could have been like, okay, this is weird you know why I'm, I'm like the loser in the corner by herself but honestly like it's simply just not weird and I think that's the mindset you have to get into is like you know I I didn't know anyone in that moment you know I have some team members here that I'm like meeting for the first time but they were busy and I tr- genuinely was like by myself like there was no one I could have gone with even if I wanted to which I could be like okay this sucks like this is anxiety inducing etc I was just like you know what I'm gonna go make the most of my day And not every day is going to be some, like, dramatic walk around a new city. But luckily for me, today it was. Um, But I just got to go sit in this little sandwich shop and salad shop in New York, ate by myself, and I enjoyed it. And I got the salad was, like, really, really good. Also, it's called Sunflower Gramercy is where I went. If you happen to be in the New York area, it was great. And it looks like they have a lot of fun, like, brunch items and drinks and whatever. But I really enjoyed my salad. But I also just enjoyed, like, I've just gotten over the fear of doing something by myself and it took me a while to do it and then I realized I'm like why would I not go do something just because I don't have someone to do it with eating is a solo activity a lot of times you do it as a social thing but at the end of the day it's you're the only one eating your food you know so it's like why have we made it taboo to go eat with someone else also I'm pretty sure there's sirens in the back right now and there is your proof that I'm in New York let's just (laughs) ignore them sounds of the city oh my gosh I like never have to deal with this problem the only problem I have to deal with at home is frogs okay let's listen to some New York ASMR five seconds wow sirens but I literally Maddie will text me sometimes and be like I'm trying to edit she usually edits our episodes she's like I'm trying to edit and there's like frogs literally what do frogs do chirp ribbit frogs ribbiting in the back and then if you ever hear that in our episodes it's literally like it's I have a pond outside of my window in Charleston and the animals come to life at night seriously anyway moving on from the frogs and the sirens luckily I've just decided that I don't know, I would ask myself, I'm like, why do I think this is weird? Like, why do I feel like I can't go eat by myself or walk by myself or go shop by myself? Because they're all individual activities. It's nice to have someone there with me sometimes, but I don't have to have someone there. Like, it's not holding me back. Even going to, like, a concert or a movie, 
it's like weird to go by yourself, but literally why? And so that's what I asked myself back in December, I think. I went to a Pentatonix concert by myself. Pentatonix is that little, um, like a, not little, they're huge. They're really successful. They're a acapella group. And I don't know, I just have like seen them online for years and they were coming to Charleston for a show and no one could go with me. I had just moved there. I really didn't have like tons and tons of friends. And the tickets were pretty cheap because they hadn't sold out and the show was about to happen literally that day. And I, I got myself a ticket and I went by myself and I was like, maybe this is so weird to go sit at a concert by yourself. But like, again, why? And that's what it goes back to. Why am I feeling like this is weird? And a lot of the times it's not weird. It's the only reason it feels awkward is because society has told us that those are like group activities when they truthfully don't have to be. So I just really... I've, I've been working on it, especially moving to a new city or moving to a new life stage. You're probably going to have those time periods where, you know how I was talking about the, there's kind of two types of alone time, the alone time that you choose to have and the alone time you have to have. I feel like in new life stages, whether you're moving schools, moving cities, just like starting a new job, whatever, you're going to have, unfortunately, more of that have to have alone time because you might not have like plentiful options of 10 friends knocking at your door being like please hang out with me but it is just important to evaluate like one appreciate the time in your life that you have to spend by yourself learn as much as you can to have fun with it because if you can have fun with yourself and if you can just stop holding yourself back from doing things because you're with no one because you're just with yourself then the world opens up so much because you're not waiting around from people so you have to find the positive in that it's like okay like I don't have to sit here and wait around for someone to say yes to me like I'm just gonna go do it and if they come great and if they don't that doesn't change my plans and then three like I was saying just removing the pressure from yourself that it's a taboo thing because it's really not and I know I, I said today at lunch like I was the only person by myself but if you look around especially if you live you know somewhere you know you can walk around see people restaurants congregating whatever there are a lot of people by themselves and that's what I've had to realize too is like it's not a sad thing like you don't have to pity someone you don't have to pity yourself for being by yourself it's totally okay I posted a video one time on TikTok I was calling it like the table for one club and I was talking about like oh I want to eat by myself and come with me to eat by myself and I got comments about like how do you how do you do this you know how that's crazy like this makes me so socially anxious and this isn't applying to my advice isn't necessarily applying to people that have clinical social anxiety like I know that is a whole different battle but I'm talking more about like the mind games and traps that we get into just feeling like something is wrong about doing something that, that literally is not wrong at all. So I love my alone time uh, and I did want to share some things that I enjoy to do by myself because I have learned to do that, to enjoy it, especially because of my remote job. I spend a lot of time by myself, even if I'm like on a Zoom meeting or something that's different than actually like meeting in an office or going to see coworkers for lunch and things like that. So between my remote job and then also not having like just abundant friends because I've moved to a new city and I'm kind of starting like a new chapter in my life too and I, and I, I definitely do not to be like I definitely have friends but like I definitely do have friends but I kind of have these one-off friends of like I have this person and then maybe like these two people not like a large group so of like 
my small circle is busy, then a lot of times I don't have someone to do something with. You know, that's okay. And I, I've loved my move to Charleston and the city is so inspiring and creative and stuff. For me, I love near, living near the beach and I'm like, I'm not going to take away this experience because I don't have someone 24-7 to do something with. A lot of times I'll do stuff on the weekend, but if it's, you know, Wednesday night and people are busy, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go swim in the ocean because why the heck not? Because I want to and I can make that decision for myself because alone time isn't weird, but... Here's some things that I like to do by myself. I'll start off with, I that was farther down my list, but getting outside, I love, like that's the best way to spend alone time a lot of times because you can really be intentional with your surroundings. Like we don't slow down much at all in this lifetime. And I think especially with social media, it's just another way that our minds are constantly, constantly running. Taking time to get outside, I love to go on a bike ride, a walk, um, and I also have the privilege of living at the beach now like I was saying so I love to go for a swim too obviously I've never lived at the beach before this past year so I feel like sometimes it's annoying it's like go take a swim in the ocean and you're like bitch I don't have an ocean near me so whatever whatever outside means to you in your space take advantage of that by yourself I feel like that's the best thing your mind is so cleared by getting outside time and it's literally just the best. Another thing that I like to do <laughs> is go get like a drink or a happy hour by myself. I feel like a lot of people, this is me being so <laughs> so corporate and so like post-grad, a lot of people around that like happy hour time, I feel like that's when I see a lot more people by themselves because it's people like me that got off of work and want to get a drink or maybe they you know are finishing up whatever they're doing that day and want to get a drink or something so I love that like early dinner sweet spot of grabbing a drink or something and I literally will like do that by myself and sometimes you end up chatting with someone and sometimes you don't and it's just nice to get out to you know when you're feeling like trapped and clogged in or like okay I've been inside too long or I've been staring at a screen too long or I just need like a change of pace and you can go hang out with yourself. And I love that, again, that like sweet spot of like a happy hour. And again, if you're not 21 or you don't drink, it doesn't have to be like an alcoholic drink too. It's literally just like getting out, sip on something that you're going to enjoy because you deserve it. Another thing I like doing by myself is reading. I feel like this seems so basic, but seriously, reading is so much fun. I got back into reading I never read like outside of school really until last year and I started reading and I was like wait this is great and I feel like most people that try to read end up liking it but you have to try and I feel like that's what I wasn't doing I was like okay I just didn't even think to pick up a book because I'm like I'm not really a reader like I'm just not this isn't my hobby I have other hobbies but finding a good book really is so entertaining and it's good entertainment that's not gluing to a screen or worrying about how many likes you're getting on your book because that's not a thing unless what is it called goodreads you know that's different that's where you can like rank books and follow people and stuff but yeah reading is just a very authentic personal experience and you get to kind of obviously the story is written for you but you get to come up with like what the characters look like in your head and you get to come up with the whole story and I think reading is if you're someone who's apprehensive I will say towards reading or just frankly uninterested and you're feeling like you're missing a little something in your life or a hobby or something I would seriously try it there's I guarantee you a genre out there for you one of my favorite books that I've read is Silent Patient. It's amazing and it's a little bit more of like a whodunit and not like an intense thriller, but a little like psychological in a non-spooky way. I, I don't know if I'm making any sense, but love that book. I love um, Taylor Jenkins Reid. 
I read Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, and then I'm currently reading Malibu Rising, and her writing style is great. So there are two of my uh, suggestions there, but I really enjoy her books, and you'll know what writing style works for you. I know like Colin Hoover's been really popular with people recently. I've read a couple of her books, and yeah, if you like reading, you understand what I'm saying, and if you don't like reading, maybe give it another try, because I feel like that's a great thing to do by yourself. I also, just on the branch of reading, I will make a fourth thing in, in just hobbies. We did a whole episode. You guys should go back and listen to it. It was great, if, if I say so myself, but it was just such a good conversation that I'm glad that me and Maddie got to have about the importance of hobbies when you get older. So, an amazing way to fill your time in a very, like, authentic way is to literally just do something you enjoy and that might be something maybe you haven't picked up a guitar in like three years but you still have it sitting there and you're like oh my god what do I do right now pick it back up like maybe start trying there's these things that we used to love when we were younger that we've lost touch of I feel like we all have that thing that we can think about it's like oh like I know I've grown up a dancer and it makes me sad when I feel like I've lost touch with dancing just because life gets in the way and my schedule gets in the way and stuff and so I'm like okay maybe if I have free time, I'll go try to find a dance class to go to. I even brought my dance shoes to New York. I'm literally going to try to find a New York dance class. I'm not exactly sure if I'll have time to go um, because work trip, work obligations, of course. But I don't know. I was like, maybe I'll bring my dance shoes just to keep the option open. So whatever that hobby is for you, writing or I don't know, there's just such a handful of things, crocheting or just those little things that used to make you happy, just enjoy them again. And I feel like it can add a new creative and very like useful spark to life when it's feeling a little bit stressful and a little bit daunting too but don't forget about the things you used to love because that part of you is still in you you know so it probably uh still loves it and it's a great way to spend alone time because you're literally doing it not for the purpose of anything just enjoy it and I feel like unfortunately in life a lot of times we get away from things that we are doing just because just because it makes me happy I have a guitar and I can play probably six to ten chords on it. Ten on a good day, six on a bad day, but I literally just love strumming it. It's something that I self-taught myself just because I wanted a musical outlet outside of dance, and I will sometimes, like, I can look up with those six chords that I have in my brain, I can play 75% of the songs I want to play seriously, and it's awesome, and it's like, I don't perform for anyone, I don't really play it in front of people, I just play it by myself and it's nice and so whatever that is for you like don't don't lose that especially when you're feeling kind of cornered into that alone time or you're choosing to have alone time that's a great way to introduce that and yeah I think alone time is something that is really important to be able to navigate without it like breaking you down because like alone time seriously used to make me anxious and it's you can just get so in your head and that and that's like that's the kicker with alone time is you sit there and there's you and you and only you. So whatever thoughts you have, whatever negative feelings you have, like those are the times that it creeps in. So be truthful with yourself. If your alone time is perpetually negative and it's something that's not making you feel good and you get really in your head in a bad way, try to spin it to something positive. Try to go do something maybe you would do with someone else like that you know you enjoy. Like go do it by yourself. Like you you seriously can't do it. This world is just you. And nine out of ten people you pass on the street unless you live in like a really small town. I get it because I used to. Um but I'm thinking about like I'm sitting in front of this window in New York. Like I could walk down the street 
I don't know, roller skating, and people might think that's weird, but I'm literally never even going to see them again either. So that's an important thing to remember is most people that you see, you will literally not see again. They won't remember you, and they're frankly not really paying attention to you. Like if you saw someone doing something, even if you thought it was weird, that thought sticks with you for maybe like 10 seconds and then you move past it unless it's something like heinous and insane it's usually not so if you see someone doing something even a little bit weird like they move on with their life and you move on with yours so think about the flip it's like worst case scenario someone thinks you're weird and like what's so like literally what's so bad about that and the thing is you're not weird we're all we're all a little bit weird you know what i mean like we all have our things we all have like our quirks and what makes us unique and whatever so it's like literally worst case scenario someone thinks that you're just like awkward or weird and what's so bad about that it simply is not that bad you're not going to see them again and if you do see them again like it's not someone you even like want to be friends with or you would entertain and that's okay like allow yourself to like move on from you how you move on from other situations just allow yourself to be and exist just how you allow other people to be and exist and let them you know they do their thing you do your thing because simply no one is paying that much attention no one cares that much and on the off chance that they do care that much one that's weird two they need a life and three literally so what like what what hold does that have over you it really doesn't so just love yourself and love yourself enough to spend time with yourself because it is challenging this is not some like just do it why why do you think it's weird like the point is is that it's it's hard you know it is hard to spend alone time especially in a world of so much comparison and stuff but learning to or just simply starting to be mindful about having alone time that is valuable and that is okay and that's even fun let's let's go there it's even fun is a really powerful thing and i've in my years since graduating college especially that's something that i've really learned to value and i like to speak about on my social medias because i feel like a lot of people struggle with it and i and i struggled with it too and going from college especially where you have like literally an abundance of things and events and people around you all the time to now going to this like post-grad life where there's a lot more time spent alone it's tough and it can get the best of you in a bad way but i'm determined to make the best of it in a good way and that's what i would encourage you guys to do as well because we're all out here as individual people we our society is mixed and mingled but like you go home to yourself at the end of the day we all go home to ourselves at the end of the day so just just love yourself have fun um and spend time with yourself and don't feel bad about it because you deserve it too you spend time with your best friends you spend time with your partner you spend time with your family spend some time with yourself and make it okay and you guys got it i used to do a series on tiktok because i love talking about this honestly um it was called table for one club and it, i made a hashtag very official right hashtag table for one club and then one was the number but if you want more content about this definitely go check that out over there make sure to follow our instagram if you want to follow my personal it's at emma roof with two a's so it's e-m-m-a-a-r-o-o-f our hookah girls instagram which is h-y-g-g-e girls podcast we have a tiktok as well not as active as we like to be, but um, we, our Instagram's looking cute, and we just enjoy interacting with you guys over there. So thank you so much for listening to me talk today. I really had a good time hanging out with you guys, but I'm going to go have a good time hanging out by myself because that's the point of this podcast. I always said this video. No, but actually, thank you guys so much for listening to all this. If you have uh, listened this far, 
love you you got it and till next time stay happy stay healthy and stay hygge bye